Uh, all right. The boys were Stewie due for some winners, and geez, do they come up with the goods. Well, at least one of them did. I'll let you work out which one it was. But we are back for all your winners for round four. We're going to hear about Brownie's little sit-down with Mike Sheen on the couch, and we're going to ask Brian to say the word meme again. That and much, much more on Brownie, Brian and Hummer. Welcome back to Brownie, Brian and Hummer for round four, brought to you by Sportsbet and the 24-up promo. If you if your side gets up by 24 points at any stage, we will pay you out then and there. It doesn't matter if they go on to lose. It nearly cost us $900,000, Brownie. The Kangaroos adding to the kitty against the Ds. We're going around again this week. Now, Brian, you had an absolute cracker on the punt, Brownie. Another stinker. Look, yeah, it's, well, a, it's been a slow start for the couple. <laughs> well, what, what's caught my eye so far very early is Brian's come in with his new iPad and he's been head down, bum up. He's got his little pen. It's one of those brand new iPads where you tap it and it's like a screen type thing and he's writing on it. I thought the whole idea of having an iPad was that you didn't have to write anymore, but you've taken it to a new level and you, you're writing well, everything. You've got, you've got a script on there. Yeah, well, I've got very nice handwriting, so I, I like to do this. Um, you, actually, and also, you actually do have nice handwriting. And also, from my winnings from last week, I was able Ooh. to go out and buy a new iPad, so that's why I'm just showing off. I thought, well, instead of leaving it in the account, we... What did he win on, just, just as a matter of interest? Uh, well, I haven't got the sheet with me, but... A, so you could have made that shit up? No, he's no, multi no. got up. His multi got up paying six dollars fifty, and then he also had four bets at one to thirty nine get up as well. And oh, very did, nice, I did, did pick the dogs too. If you yep, remember that, correct. I at did. three dollars forty. Thank you very well, much. You had the Should margin. have gone one to thirty nine. Would have got a little bit juicier odds, but I was just happy with the win. Yeah, my my weekend started off poorly with Carlton. I thought three goals in. How good is this? I, I should have taken them forty plus. Um, Collingwood, they were very very impressive and. Uh, I'm not saying they can beat Adelaide. We'll get into that game in a minute. But they're going okay, the Pies. Mm. Well, let's get straight into it. They, they travel okay as well. They travel Adelaide well. versus Collingwood. Kicking off around four Friday night at Adelaide Oval. Adelaide, $1.18. That's very short. Collingwood, $4.95. Brownie, do you want to kick us off? Well, I've been on the BOM.gov website, which Ooh. is the Bureau of Meteorology, and Ooh, there is meant on. to be some rain <laughs> around Adelaide tomorrow night. As you know, Jane in Melbourne, Bum. where we are, it is very hot and humid. So to Adelaide, which means at some point there is going to be a deluge come down over humid the weekend. Humid down here is rare, and when that happens... In comes the rain. Mm. So I think it'll be low scoring. The line in that total points has gone from 185 at the start of the week when we opened it. It's now 170, Mm. so it's moved 15. So I like Gibbs 225 to have 30 plus. I like that. They've woken up the Rory Laird. He's now $1.28 to have 30 or more. He was 250 for the first couple of weeks. But Collingwood at the line, plus 31 and a half. I like it. I, I, I genuinely think Adelaide can win this. Uh, one to thirty-nine, but I think Collingwood are a chance. They travel well. They got their tails up at the moment. Plus thirty-one and a half, so you get a thirty-one point head start on the Pies. Low scoring because it will be wet, so I can't see Adelaide blowing them away. That's my bet for Friday night. Wow, he's just come in prepared, hasn't well, he? Yes, research. Wow. I mean, he, got clip, he got a clip last week for his lack of research. He's yeah. been on the bureau. Of meteorology. Oh, I was doing uh, open, mo- open mic last week. Might be, if he went to the bureau, he would have thought, yes, there's going to be rain, but he still had a half-edge bet there of like, it might rain. Mm. Well, I've done some research well, later on, you'll see it. They don't get it right. 
Well, more often than not, I would have thought. Yeah, no, fair call. Now, I, uh, Jane I Bunn's also, good to watch that. Jane Bunn, yeah, well, that's <laughs> a little Her bit of research. Her voice is really nice yeah. and you sit there and you sort of get mesmerised, <laughs> yeah, don't you? Yeah, do. it's quite soothing. I, I, get, I get caught looking at her hands just pressing the button for the uh, the uh, want to know, want to know where you want yeah. your hands and where you're <laughs> pressing okay, well, anyway, well, Let's stay away from Bunny. We're I don't know what you've been doing, but I reckon you've been looking at some of my notes as well. But I like... He wants to touch Jane Bunn's buttons. Is that what he said? No, I don't think he's watching her Change her buttons. We don't have the. We don't have. Can I talk about the game, please? Can I talk about the game, please? I reckon. I like the crows. The crows one to thirty nine is paying two dollars ten. I think it'd be a reasonably close game because, as as we heard before, it it might rain. Um, I like a little bit of a safer bet. I like Bryce Gibbs as well, but I like him at twenty five plus, just in case. That's at a dollar twenty two. So you combine those. Crows one to thirty nine. Bryce Gibbs to have twenty five plus. You're getting at three dollars. I'm thinking well, that's not a bad one. Adelaide Friday showers possible. Late storm twenty four three to ten millimeters. So mm. if there's anything over three millimeters, yeah, it's a fair it, amount of rain. Heavy. So yeah. three to ten millimeters, and that the chance of a thunderstorm in the late afternoon and evening. Mm, I really like that. I'm going to jump on that one myself. I don't, especially with your form, probably not wise to fire, but I reckon that brownie is very good. GWS. Versus Fremantle Saturday afternoon, the University of New South Wales Oval. GWS dollar fifteen, Freo five dollars fifty. They're going all right, Dockers. Yeah, Freo been impressive. It's always good when you get some sides that are, they call them youngish sides come out and start the season reasonably well, and they have. They're really good win against uh, the Gold Coast last week. Um, but they've been impressive. Five have been dominant in the midfield as well. So for that game. It's too short just to sit on GWS to win the game. You've got to mm. get a couple of games this week that like that. So you add a little bit of value. I've got GWS to win. I've got five thirty plus, which is paying a dollar ninety one. He's a hit two. He's a hit two player. When you got Sandlands in there, he's that one that's uh, getting those taps. So you can buy on that. You're getting two dollars forty for a game that's there's not much real value in there. Mm. I'm thinking that's not a bad bet. Bad bet. Yeah, bad I bet. don't mind it. Bad bet. Uh, I've gone to the Bureau of Meteorology again. <laughs> Canberra, it's a horrendous place. The only the good thing about Canberra is the airport when you go home. But mm. 15 millimetres of rain potentially and 45 kilometre hour winds. That's floods. Northwesterly, mm. so Sunday, uh, Saturday afternoon, which leads me to be um, oh. Frio plus 34 and a half. I don't think it'll be high scoring. Nope. Then in turn, you have a look at the total points market, which is 170. If they get that sort of rain, and I would say look close up, to the start of play, but dollar uh, ninety two for under one hundred and seventy points with Frio plus thirty four. Um, I mean, you could go Frio plus plus thirty four, or you could go GWS one to thirty nine. Pretty much similar. This is why he's a brand ambassador. Yeah, he's just come in hard, prepared, ready to go. Well, I'll tell you what you you will need to do though. You said wait closer until you see the rain. You, you do need to beat the bookies though, because our traders will be hard on it. So you need to do mm. just a little bit of analysis of the weather yourself. It is a balancing act. Mm. <laughs> so it's it's not, and you know you get it. You're getting a good yeah. advantage. So Cam Dean, our head trader at the start of the week, said he liked the line, the unders line of Collingwood Adelaide. He said it. it Long rain forecast, Friday night's going to rain. At that stage, it was 185. Mm. He's since moved the line to 170. Oh, mate, cheeky. So, yeah, make sure. Too. So, I like your – you used before in the intro a bit of Stewie Jew that we're Jew. Yep. But I like the the analogy Stewie Jew is in the Jew on the ground. So, uh, we're going to get a little well, bit of that Friday that. night as well. So, it's just going to be a little bit slippery. I think a lot of those bets this week with the bad weather. I don't weather, think you can have Jew when it rains, though. 
No, no, no. Well, the, the, the rain the, the rubs humid, off the dew. You're talking about humidity at the moment. You're going to get a bit of stewy dew on the oh, ground yes. from that. Oh, yes, I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get rain, so it's just wet all the time. All right. Hey, uh, Brownie, there's a little project. <laughs> yeah. a little project that you're very – you don't get excited about many things around here. You're, you're, the, you're the superstar. You sort of just roll in, strut around, oh, say on. g'day to a couple of the, uh, the, the, the colleagues here that you don't even know their names. But you're, you're oh, up and about – I know everybody's name. You're up and about about this one little project, are you? The, the punters. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you came up to me and said, "There's Make a lot sure of things I'm excited about, <laughs> so maybe just well, uh, intro it a bit better." But anyway, <laughs> read the, so read what I've decided the is for people listening to this punters club, so this uh, podcast, we're going to do something. We're going to try and kick it off in three weeks. So just after round six, um, we're going to put something on our site, and you'll be able to, from your own account, go and I think it's ten dollars. We're going to make it ten dollars yep. to play. So we're going to try and get. Hopefully, we can get about five hundred people to play with us and it's a punters club so if you click on it uh, it'll put ten dollars from your account into the pool into the punters club and we're going to with cam dean every week pick one bet so 500 people at 10 bucks that's five thousand. still trying to talk the company into putting some money into that so yep. that's a work in progress so hopefully we can match it we well, don't know take well, a, let's just take, say, take we, a pay let's say we, we'll right. we don't know legally if we can do that at the moment but oh. i'm talking to uh legal department oh. so <laughs> say 500 people donate well, not donate, they put their money in, uh, $5,000. And then say if we match it for $5,000, that's a $10,000 quick kitty. Yep. Which each week we'll have one bet. Um, and the mechanic at the moment we're still working on, is it, is it 25% of our uh, uh, balance? Is it 50% of our balance? But along with Cam Dean, we will have one gets bet it wrong, per week and, and everyone's involved. And at the end of the year, hopefully that kitty grows from whatever it is to that and we can put back in, you know, three, four, five-fold back into your account. Yeah. So keep an eye out on that. It's going to kick off in about three weeks. Very Usually exciting. with punters clubs like that, we have a function at the end of the year or maybe a footy trip. Yep. Is that maybe. something that we can probably look into as well? Well, as long as we don't have uh, – was it Peter Everett down at Hawthorne who uh, – what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that the raffle? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Some, the sort, raffle? Of, some sort of raffle that didn't end well. <laughs> Campbell Brown wanted to kill him. Yeah. I think he a, tried to. He got a new car out of it. Local sorry. footy clubs are riddled with stories about blokes who organise the footy trip and then just – just disappear, just disappear. Hey, uh, Richmond at Brisbane, Saturday afternoon, the MCG. Richmond very short. They, they're starting just to find their, their groove. They were good against the Hawks last week. And the Lions have been really well, uh, really good too. Look, the total points in this is 176. There's meant to be rain again around Melbourne. So I look at rain players who play well in the rain. And Dane Beams, if he plays, 240 to get 30 or more disposals. Had a slow start to the season. If it rains, he excels in that rain. Cochin too. When it rains, Cochin plays well. 270, 30 plus disposals. I'm going to stay away from the head-to-head and the lines in this game. Oh, I don't know what it is, but you're just reading everything off my sheet at the moment. That's something I actually put in red. So with this oh. pen with the iPad, you can change colour with the <laughs> writing too. So you can see there I've gone weather, rain, 17 degrees it's going to be. I've had no player to score over five goals. You go yes or no, yes. $1.45 at the moment. But I went to the game points here as well. So under 179.5 is paying $1.90. I don't know if you watched the game last week with Brisbane and um, Port. Steph Martin had 30-plus. He was unbelievable as a ruckman. This week, if he gets 20-plus, it's $1.45. So combine those. Under 179, because as you know, there's going to be rain in Melbourne. The apocalypse. Plus Steph Martin, $3.60. 
Juicy. Mm, Three dollars six short and sweet. That's just easy. It's easy ones. I went probably that four or five bracket last week. I'm just pulling them back because there is some close games. So just trying to get a little bit of value out of some games that you know who are going to win. Speaking of the Brisbane Port Adelaide game last week, can you imagine the size of the the bloke Sphincto at a hundred grand on Port Adelaide? Oh last week? yeah, hundred grand to win seven. Jesus. And you get Alan Christensen <laughs> having a shot from thirty meters out snap, which normally he'd kick. Um, but I reckon if you're betting hundred grand, you've got a hundred grand you'd to hope lose. lose. Hopefully yeah. that. That's the case, and as we always say, gamble responsibly. North Carlton Saturday night down in Tassie. Now, this is the first game, Brownie, of the hot shot jackpot. It did not go off last week, yep. which means 200 large on offer. So the hot shot jackpot for everybody out there playing yes. at home is you pick the first goal scorer from the last five games of the round, yep. which is hard to do if – Everybody was winning it. It'd be easy to do, but it is very hard to do. So similar to our racing jackpot, five first goal scorers and you share in 200,000, which I don't reckon a lot of people will get. So you probably most likely be sharing that 200 grand on your own if you get it up this week. Just uh, a question without notice. Was there anyone close to it? I don't know. No, obviously not. Guys. Anyway, this is the bet of the round, the Kangaroos. They fly down in uh, Tassie. They beat Adelaide down there last year when they were going terribly. They beat Melbourne down there last year as well. So they play really well. The line's 12 and a half at the moment. Head to head's $1.53 in from one sixty seven. I might add, two days ago. So North Melbourne, for me, is the bet of the round here. Cade Simpson to have 30-plus. It's a windy sort of place down there. I think he'll play defensive uh, on his own for most of the day. Cade Simpson's already had two 30-plus games out of the three. 270 to have 30-plus. So yep. I'm going North Melbourne as my bet of the round with Cade Simpson to have 30-plus. What's the, what's the weather down in Tassie? Well, there's rain everywhere. Surely well, I'll just say, it's Jane Buns just texts me. Um, she goes, it's forecasted for seven degrees down at Hobart Saturday seven. night, but it's going to feel like four. So you get a little bit of wind. Oh, that wind will die down about eight o'clock, she reckons. Um, so for me, again, I'm going for the unders. The under 178.5 points is $1.90. It's going to be a scrappy game. You look at a couple of North's games already this year. They, they can score some goals, but remember that game when in perfect conditions with uh, with uh, the Saints, they kicked four goals 20. So you look at this game, there's probably 90% of these players you walk past and you wouldn't even know that they play for an AFL side. I just don't know any of these mm. players. The game doesn't really interest me. So I'm going there under $178.5.90 plus North to win $3. Western Bulldogs Sydney Saturday, uh, the sort of the late afternoon game. Bulldogs on the board, three dollars four. Sydney a dollar thirty nine. Are, are we all on the Swans here? Uh, we are, but our head of trading, Cam Dean, mm. thinks the dogs are slowly clawing their way back. So uh, he's well, pretty keen on the dogs at the line. I'm gonna. I, I need to see one more game. The dogs play. Um, very easy to beat a downhill skiing side in Essendon. Different kettle of fish when you come up against Sydney, who are mm. cherry ripe at the moment. Buddy playing well. They do lose Sam Reid, who's been really – and I think he straightens them up, Sam Reid, and allows the other forwards like Haywood um, and these guys to come into the game. So I'm going to stay out of the head-to-head betting in this one, but I do like Jake Lloyd at Eddie Had. Every time I watch him at Eddie Had, he just racks him up and plays loose behind the ball. $1.80 for 25-plus. I think he's $45 uh, – for 30-plus. And you've also got Parker, 30-plus. 25, uh, 30 plus is $2.80. So uh, Luke Parker's yeah. not Jake bad. Jake Lloyd did let you down in the first week as well. Got really? the 29 29. 30, yes. That's why Rockcliffe's dead to me. 
Last week I had him 20 plus, had 19. Well, surely, mate, you can go in a little bit harder. Look at the stats at halftime, three-quarter time. Just get an extra stat, please, just to get over that 20 mark. Is he on the up, Rockliffe? Or nah. He, he's, oh, well, he's, he's better than last week. So he was, what, 11 touches last week. He's got up to 19 against his old side. You know, Could he dead. be done? Could it be all over Rockliffe? What it, what it looks like to me is he looks a lot slower. You look at how the game's going now about pace and being explosive. He doesn't provide that. You got wines now. You got you got Gray. You got Power Pepper that in there as well. Both Grays. Both Grays. I know there's a little uh, mega bet there with sports bet as well. There is both this week. Grays. Shades yep. of Grey. Oh, shades of Grey paying five bucks if they mm. kick two goals or more. Mm. Um, Get excited. I think he's. I think he's not not past it, but I think he's got to reinvent himself in a different position because at the in, at the stage in midfield, I just don't think he can keep up. For me, this bet uh, the Dogs Swans game. I like. Jay McRae. Now, he's averaging over 30 possessions so far this year. That's at $1.50, so 30-plus. And Bud, at the moment, Dog's got no defenders. You've got uh, Trengrove that's gone out last week with injuries. I think he's going to have a big one under the roof. If he gets 20-plus, that's paying $1.62. Oh, I thought Danaher and Hooker were going to do the same thing last week, mm-hmm. but they yeah. held them. They were, they were okay, the Dog's defenders. More upfield was good, but Buddy playing some great footy. Yeah, 20-plus. Sydney to win at $1.39. Put those three together, getting four dollars thirty-three. Oh, nice little one there. West Coast, Gold Coast will round out the Saturday night games. Gold Coast, they've, they've hung around in Perth, which you just think we, did, we were chatting before. Just robbed the little the young Gold Coast players a bit of just time with the uh, with all the athletes. This has never happened before, a club staying in Perth for two whole weeks. I don't know how it affects them. Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Um, you can get a bit lethargic, uh, eat the hotel food three yeah. times a week. It's good. I love a breakfast buffet. It's one of my favourite yeah. things. When you go in a state, when you're playing, what do you go for? What's I load up, yeah. what, I load up you, in a, everything. Do you go like a pancake and waffle type guy or are you more uh, of a no, savoury man? It's cereal and a, an omelette. I remember a kid called Patrick Wiggins played with us many <laughs> years ago <laughs> and uh, the fitness coaches and the, and the plough was absolutely giving it to us for eating too much because it was like <laughs> we're on a camp in Ballarat. I love this one. And uh, so then he said, everybody stay away from the, uh, from the fatty food. We only want healthy food being eaten. And like they, they still put the bacon out, they still put the croissants out. <laughs> Temptations. And uh, Paddy Wiggins has gone over, kid from Tassie. He'd been overweighted in his day, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was. He rolled wasn't over, it. and you could see him like it was like a little school kid. He's looking up in the air as if to see nobody's looking at him. Then he looked down on the ground. It was like he was doing a whistle to himself as well. <laughs> and you could see his hand just reach out, grab the bacon. <laughs> And as quick as a flash, shove about three bits of bacon all in his mouth. And he's there trying, trying, to get it, trying to get it down. And everybody's watching him. Yeah, everybody's watching you, mate. So then Plough made him run around Lake Wendaree four times on his own. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember. That was my first my first preseason camp that was, and I lived with Patrick Wiggins for a year. Um, that was a long year, fair to say. Him and his brother, both Tasmanians, very different cats, different cats. But uh, that was brother played for Carlton. That was what like oh. Windery. I must admit, though, my first preseason, you got to run around. And when you go past a guy like Nathan Brown, you've seen him play a fair few years. You see Patrick Wiggins, you know he's unfit. He starts walking around the uh, mm. the um, Lake Windaree probably halfway <laughs> through because you couldn't get seen that far away because the coaches went on that side. So they've come and passed. I'm trailing everyone else, and I see Nathan Brown just. Oh, stuff this, boys. He starts walking as well. Oh, that's, that's a complete lie. That, that's a, that's a lie. You wouldn't be, but Steve Monaghetti, right? He's a Ballarat man. He's obviously a great marathon Got runner. Got a tan record. So he, he, he ran with us that day. 
and ran past me like like it, it, it was like he was sprinting. Uh, he was going that fast, and he goes, "You got to work harder than that, Brownie." <laughs> oh, fuck off, mate! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, have you seen just just while we're on Steve Morgan? Probably yeah. his biggest uh, accolade is the, he's got the record around the tan. What's the best? Did you guys have to do that back in your day? Certainly did. We went to Richmond. What's your best yeah. time? Because he did it. He's done it in nine minutes. Yeah, it's, that's that going pretty quick. very quick. Hasn't Buster Mottram got the record? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, yeah sorry. Well, get, yeah, your, get, your, get, your, get your athletes yeah, yeah. right. Same guys. Don't let the truth get away with the story. Yeah, I've got about 9.30. You yeah, think no. all these white skinny guys look the same, dude? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. What's your best tan time? 15.20. Uh, I'm 15.15. Mm-hmm. You just made that up. I was back. No, you made that up. I'm happy to say I've never done it. Yeah, I've never done the tan. No, we we used to do Princess Park a lot. Um, yeah, at the dogs. We did that. Footscray's a long way from the tan. Yeah, mm, true. yeah. So we didn't. Richmond. It's a good look around the tan. There's always some well, good, good just, talent. I was going to say, if you're just going after after work on a nice spring day, yeah. you you did a bit more motivation to run a bit quicker around your chest out. Tense well, arms. we got a nice lake down in Caroline Springs, Lake Caroline. There's very nice people running around that as well. A lot of people. Running, I'm not running, running around. With a TV under the arm <laughs> and the cops in tow. Come on. That's not No, we love our fans. Do they run their mockies out there? Shazza and Dazza. We've digressed for about 15 minutes. Where are we? Because you're walking around with prams too, single mums. Gold Coast, I like. Gold Coast, I like where they're going this year. Plus 35 and a half, I think. Um, that's where I am heading. I think Gold Coast. I don't think they'll win, but I think West Coast will win by a small margin. Lions. 30-plus disposals, three bucks. I reckon this is just about the better of the round. He had 36 two weeks ago. He had 30-plus last week. Again, $3 for 30-plus for Jared Lyons Ooh. for Gold Coast. I like it. I don't know what to touch here, really. Um, I don't know with the Suns. They've got a new coach. Being over there for two weeks, so they're just going to turn their toes up and just like, geez, just get us home. So I looked at the one to 39, 39-plus, oh, sorry, for uh, West Coast to win. I'm like, that's sort of six or seven goals. That's hard. Mm. I just don't expect Stewie Jew to let that happen. So I'm happy with the 25-plus, the dollar forty-five. There's not much value in it, but for a game that's there paying a dollar ten, if you get a dollar forty-five for 25-plus, I'm happy with that. Speaking of a man that would just be loving the ho- uh, the hotel buffet over there, Stewie Jew, he would just be oh, large. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a big, he's even bigger, a big boy. Yeah. I remember I played on him in Teal Cup uh, or the Under 18 Championships in '96. We both played on the wing, and he was as fit as you could ever imagine. He was just this really? skinny kid. He was still bigger than me back then, but uh, geez, he could run, and he was an unbelievable player. I think. Uh, he probably should have played a bit more midfield, Stewie Jew, yeah. but I think he, he liked his bacon. When he got to – when Hawthorne grabbed him, uh, had to try to lose as much weight as he could, they actually stuck the uh, the bike in the steam room for him to sit in the in the steam room with the push <laughs> bike to try to lose even more weight. Wow. And they, they worked their backside off to get him to a, a state and he saw in the grand final – he was still a little yeah, bit of a large boy. That ja- that, they would have taken some cutting off to get that jumper off after these 08 grand oh, final. Yes. They couldn't sell that one for charity afterwards. It was in pieces. Hey, uh, have you got a rant this week? Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I have. I definitely do have a rant. Uh, we This country, I think, has come oh. a long way past being too politically correct. It's extraordinary how politically correct this country is. And there's something that bobs up every week. Uh, whether it be one of the commentators last week at the Commonwealth Games got in trouble for uh, referring. They looked like lamingtons. I thought that was a little bit over the top. But then poor old Michael Christian. Now, Michael Christian, as we know, he's got a big job this year and he started like a house on fire. He's done a great job, Michael Christian. Yet 
He went out to his daughter's football last week and had a chat to the umpire at three-quarter time. So, as you know, you mm. can jump onto the ground and you can. I don't condone anybody to be going up and talking to the umpires. The junior footy, they should be left alone. Yes, they're going to make some mistakes without a doubt. But the hysteria around Michael Christian's actions, he wasn't derogatory, he wasn't demonstrative. He just went up and purely had a simple chat to him and said that I disagree with some of your decisions. Uh for Tom Elliott at Three AW, who's a very intelligent man, mm. to say that he should resign oh, and mm. that uh, if he doesn't resign, Gillam McLaughlin should sack him. What sort of country have we got to where the first sign of anyone doing something left of centre, uh, they've got to be out there, they've got to resign or we've got to sack them. I don't understand the mentality we have to just chop people down to burn them at the stake. People are going to make mistakes and people like Tom Elliott should have the brains enough not to make big sweeping statements straight away. Inspired stuff. I tell you what, just shaping up just for a little bit of a career in politics the last couple of weeks. Last yeah. week you were getting angry at the the, the vegans and, and Peter and stuff and now – you're going after society as a whole. What, I reckon what's I could be Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Hey, well, I um, think he's learned after the vegan stuff, though. There's a lot of people that are vegans. He got a little bit of feedback from that as well. So yeah. you just got to be I, very careful. I, I don't really care, Brian. <laughs> You've known me a long time yeah, enough, to know cool. that it's water off a duck's back. Yeah, no, no. And if the duck's there, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> Stupid duck. vegans. <laughs> I went to, speaking of duck, I went to a Chinese Wrapped restaurant during the week. <laughs> you got a whole duck. It's this place in Surrey Hills on Canterbury Road. You just you, All they'd serve is a duck. And that comes three different ways. There's no menu or anything. You just get, oh, geez, it was nice. Little duck pancakes. Anyway, I yeah, digress. Yeah. Essendon mm. versus Port Adelaide. Essendon $2.26. Port mm. Adelaide $1.64. This one under the roof Sunday afternoon. Over points here for me, Brian. 186 under the roof. Uh, Port scored 110, 94, and 97 in their three games. The Bombers have been 99, 90, 83. Both these sides together, I mm. think, under the roof. Will be high scoring at Eddie Had. I'm going to stay away from who's going to win this game because it's a toss of the coin. The Bombers were awful last week. Terrible. Terrible. But uh, Port Adelaide only scraped in against Brisbane. So I'm going to sit back, enjoy this game, but I'm going to take a bet on the overs points. And that's where it's hard. You want to see a response from a, a, a side after they've had a bad defeat. You look at the Saints after they got punished by North Melbourne. You, you thought they'd have a response against Adelaide, then they turned their toes up in that last five to ten minutes and co- cost me a multi as well. I had, a, had the uh, Crows one to 39, end up winning by 45 points. So you want a response from Essendon. So the way I'm looking at this, I think Essendon are going to come out firing. Port have been renowned for a side to be really dominant in first quarters through 15, 16, even 17. But this year... They've, I think they've only won, oh, they've won two quarters, the first quarters, won by just a goal against Brisbane. So I think so Essendon... two out of three games. Two out of three, yep, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Essendon's going to come out firing. So I think they're going to be leading at quarter time. Yep. I think they're going to come out firing. All uh, steam ahead for them. $2.06 for them to lead at quarter time. All steam ahead. All steam ahead. As your mate but, Stringer going. Yeah, yeah, well, he's not going great, is he? Mm. he I've, there's some feedback about him. Um, Are you mates? It, Oh, I've met him a couple of times. So the uh, wife is good friends with his ex. Yeah. Um, so fair to say. Oh, you'd gone to Hawthorne by the time he got there. Yeah, yeah. So I just missed him. I must oh. admit, luckily I did miss him because I think a lot of you people say, a lot, oh. lot, now a lot of people say we were very similar alike about just how professional we are. Right. He Together. didn't mind a chicken schnitzel every now and then mm-hmm. with some chips where he was probably carrying a little bit of weight. So that's probably why. How why do you reckon re- his missus ex missus's columns going, dear Abby? 
Oh. Yeah, I, I don't subscribe to Herald Sun. Um, you have to be subscribe. You have to be a subscriber, don't you? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah. Got that subscription mark next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it must I, be highbrow stuff. Yeah, I have Jesus. haven't looked at it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't yep. read too much. But I look at this. I'm going to get off this subject here because I'm not touching it. Yep. Two dollars six for them to lead at quarter time, but Port to end up winning the game between one and thirty nine, which is two dollars thirty. For that, you're getting six dollars. That is oh, juicy. Oh, I haven't, I haven't juicy. brought the Herald Sun since she's been a part of it. But <laughs> oh. Dyson Heppel, I, I, I think he's in a similar boat to how you were talking about Tom Rockliffe before. Mm. I think he's he needs to change his game and become – I'm not sure what he needs to do, but at the moment he gets the footy, he calls for it in poor, poor spots – handball backwards and then he chips it 15 metres and they're no better off. Dyson Heppel, when he came into the competition, was running and carrying and using the footy well. I think he's used to the footy's gone backwards and I think mm. he's at the, at the crossroads of uh, is he going to become a great player mm. or is he going to be just a good regular player? You look at it, you got that inside or outside. Uh, you want the outside run to be able to be provide that line-breaking stuff. So you run 15, 20, then you're kicking the ball 40. He can't do that. He seems flat-footed mm. and stationary when he gets disposal. He, so he encapsulates that, Essendon where they're at. Yeah, so does he then change his game to a bit more of an inside player? Like I said with Rockcliffe, does he go and be income within that five-metre radius of where the ball is? So then he feeds it out to the runners. That's where he's not a big-built guy. You can but he's see not he's, a great kick either. No, so then does he do a little bit, bit more work inside the contest yeah. because he can't run on the outside of the moment? Big questions on the Bombers midfield. Hawthorne uh, lost the first defeat against Richmond last week. They take on, they host Melbourne this uh, Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. MCG. This is going to be an absolute cracker. This is the game of the round for It mine. is. It's a, rap, it's a ripper. <laughs> yep. And I think I'm keen on the Demons here head-to-head. I yep. think uh, they're playing some pretty good football. Tom Mitchell, can you believe for 35 disposals, he's at $1.28. So you oh. get up and he's had 40 disposals every game. He's 210 for 40 disposals, but just something tells me this week he's not going to get the free reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie Vince has tagged in the past. Does Bernie Vince go to him this week? I, I think um, I wouldn't mind betting someone goes to him this week and he doesn't get the 40. So I'm going to steal clear of Tom Mitchell. I still think he'll get 30. But uh, the pig, Michael Hibbard, 250 yep. for 25-plus disposals. He flew last year when he came back in. Hasn't hit those heights yet. But he came into the Sunday footy show last week and he said, I'm, I'm ready to go. I said, you're in my super coach team, uh, Pig. <laughs> and I said, you've given me bugger all so far. I was expecting 100 plus every week. And he goes, yeah, I've been shit. He goes, I need to live. He goes, all right, I'm going to get out there yep. uh, next week and I'm just going to get as many possessions as I can. And I'm going to run and carry, give it. I'm going to get it back and I'm going to load up. For your, so what's so your super pig, coach team? What's your name? Nate 08. What? Nate 08. Eight. Why oh eight? Um, Didn't wear eight. Well, back yeah. in the day when uh, it was the end of two thousand and seven, um, Kane Johnson was stepping down as the captain of Richmond, and so you, know, you, you put your hand uh, up for you know how Plough goes on those rants where he he, he makes a competition out of something. Yeah, so yeah. it was the new captain where he was making a competition out of not something you normally make a competition out yeah, of, no. but. He goes, there was four of us. It was me, Chris Newman, I think Richo, Joel Bowden, and you had to come up with your own campaign and why you should be why you should be captain, which was a strange. So I named my campaign Nate 08 <laughs> after Kevin 07 the yeah. year before. Who helped you with that? You didn't come up with Nate 08. I came up uh, – not hard to come up with the name <laughs> Nate 08. It was 2008, yeah. Nate, I don't know and it that. rhymes. I reckon you've had some help. But what happened? Uh, no, well, I wasn't – story be told that Chris Newman became captain. Yep. Were you ever a skipper at any stage? I captained three games for three wins in 2005 when oh, I, was, yeah. I was vice captain for five years. You can probably see where he got it from. He had Kevin 07. 
So he's probably yep. just thinking Nate yeah. 08. So how'd you, how'd you go with the voting? Did you get any? Uh, well, I don't know how it all worked in the end. I think yeah. the uh, coach just said, oh, we're going to go with Newey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I obviously wasn't going to go with Bowdo or Richo. Richo was about 34 by that stage. Uh, with this game, uh, Jack Gunson um, played a little bit more up the ground uh, the last couple Finally. of weeks. Finally. Yes. What, yeah. hey, what's your thoughts on that? Just to, He's been spending a lot of time back. Ruffy's, yeah. Ruffy's struggling. Yeah, they, so what they, are they doing? They love Jack Gunson. He's ability to run and carry. So Gunch. be able to provide that extra number for the ball or behind the ball. He's strong in the air and his disposal. When he kicks by foot, he's, he's elite kicker as well. So they'd like to get him up the ground. He's super fit too. So they want him to cover the ground as much as possible. So for him to be 20 plus this week's $1.72. So I reckon that's a, that's a nice bet. But I still think Melbourne. Melbourne have had the edge over Hawthorne. Even in their premiership years, Hawthorne, Melbourne were able to win or stay close to him. One to thirty-nine. Still going to be a close game. It's two dollars thirty. So combine those two, I'm getting four seventy-five. How do you reckon you go playing on Jesse Hogan at the moment? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's I love. I love. <laughs> I'll pick you back up when you come back <laughs> into fifty, Jess. That's what I always found tough when back in the day, early two thousands, when you had to stand Richo, you had to stand Nick Rewalt. You played one on one. So that started at the top of the goal square. That worked to the paint on the wing, and then they worked back. You're like, and you had to charge backside. So you're the caravan. You're the JK on the back. This day and age, I'm the last defender. So I'm like, yep, Gibbo, you take him. See you later. I'll see you when you come back inside 50. It is gold. Do you reckon he's still on the Durries? Well, yeah, well, well, you got him. You're a Durry uh, no, entrepreneur. I've, no, I've never, never. No, no, you no, no, no Durries. Must no. have been when you were pissed. No, I'd love the beer. No, no, yeah. cigars. No, no, no. Never touch that sort of stuff. Do a lot All of, my family smoke, not me. Do a lot of AFL play. A lot more AFL players would smoke than you think. Because you think well, zero uh, normally in the off season. Normally, yeah, there is. There's, there's more than you think. Uh, normally in the off season. Yeah, your Richmond, a very famous Richmond player you played with, was a loved one. Uh, well, Kevin Bartlett. No, <laughs> Richo. I mean, he was. I used to see him outside boutique. Okay. Oh, oh, Bowie. Was it, was a, it, was a, it was a good hunting ground boutique. It was, oh, a, it was a good spot back in the day. I'll tell you what. Well, you can see Maxi Gorn and Jesse Hogan just sharing a pack of Benson Hedges or something like that. You can see that on a... Uh, oh, the old PJ, a PJ Virginias. They used to have the, the 16 milligrams, <laughs> the, the, the real so strong, strong ones. ones. Yeah. The Lucky Strikes used to have 20. So if you really wanted to have a crack, the Lucky Strikes in the off-season, they'll they go. Geelong, uh, hey, here's a question. Has there ever been a Twilight Sunday game at Geelong before? Uh, I don't know, but I'm glad I don't have to drive down for it. Yeah. You do? No, I don't. Geelong, uh, they host St Kilda in a strange time slot, 4.40 Sunday, down at, well, it's not called Skilled Stadium anymore, it's GMHBA Stadium. Geelong, $1.22, the Saints. It's a bit of a mouthful. The line here, 29 and a half for the Cats. They're, they're brilliant down there. Mm. And I think the first game of the year down there, uh, I think they'll play well. It's a shame Gary Ablett's not playing for the first game back there. But five-goal win to Geelong over St Kilda, I think down there is pretty feasible. The overs points at 178. I think it should be fairly high scoring if the rain stays away. And uh, Joel Selwood had 39 in the first week, then 29. Was a bit Bad down last, last week. week. But uh, 275 for 30, as Brian circles his in red pen. So <laughs> we are agreeing on that. But somebody has to pick up the slack for Gary Ablett being out. I think that's Sam Menegola. You have a look at his games down in Geelong. He is very good in Geelong. $4.50. Menegola have 30 disposals. He had 29 last week, so he'll fill the breach. He was good. I've got him in my super coach. Got him as a steal, and he's yeah. just been delicious. Now, bad choice. Was it to take Ablett over to Perth, do you reckon? 
Ah, oh, in hindsight, I look. He's a footballer. He's got to play yeah, week right. in, week this, out. I, I think you just play him. I think in, in um, the middle of the year, I don't think if they're travelling okay, I don't think they would take him. But I just think the way they've started early in the season, they've had, just had to take him over. Yeah, but he's mm. he's pumping up. He's saying he wants to play for two more years. He's saying he's the fittest he's been. He feels good. I want to play more in the midfield. Um, but you, you, you when, you, play, when, you, when you get to that age. You think you can play for as long as you can. You think your body's fine, but that's when you—that's why you pay your, your sports scientists. They should know he's had some issues during the preseason with it, with an injury. Do we take him over, fly four hours over over interstate? Has I would have been a little bit careful. Do, have you? Did you notice when you had flights to Perth that it did affect you? Like, does it? Are you? Are your muscles sore? Are you lethargic? Is there actual evidence that suggests that these older blokes shouldn't be? Well, I didn't have to run too hours. much, so it didn't really affect me too much. And when you sit at the front of the plane on most of the occasions, you weren't. Too really fast about Do you get business class flights when you go over? No, there's no. about four or five blokes who get yeah. business class flights. And How do they decide who gets them? I, normally, you get your Ruckman or your two and a half foot. I, amazingly, I, I quite often got them at Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Trent, yeah, no- Trent Noble will walk past me and hit down to the back. <laughs> oh, Brown, <laughs> yeah, you get up here. It was in his contract too. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> pay me seven, seven, eight hundred a year and make sure I'm flying. See, it was nowhere near that. <laughs> it was like half that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I went to the Tigers for an extra 100. 100. Okay. Is that right? The, dogs Is that the first again. time that you've announced it? Um, I reckon I might have done it with Mark. Oh, oh hang on. Well, on that, we'll actually we'll let, we'll let Brian you yeah. give us your tips. Because yeah. we, we want to hear about that. We want to sneak peek about Mark because heard some interesting <clears> stories. Well, I like, as uh, Brownie said before, Silwood 30 plus 275. If we're talking about the weather, if the game's a little, little bit tighter, 275 for 30 plus with Ablett not playing. I think that's reasonably juicy. But I still think Geelong going to win this. 1 to 39 at 225 as well. Combine those, $7.50. Oh, I think that is that value. is that value, is easy Brian. money, isn't it? That is easy. I went a little bit went a little bit uh, shorter my first lot of bets, but those last two I've just gone home with a bang. Well, that'd be a nice way to round out the weekend. Now, Brownie, it's your story time this week. You're on the couch last week. With Mike Sheen, which is a, that's a big a big accolade. What's well, on mm. a couch? It's just, what you don't get paid for it too, so, so you don't get paid. You had to do it. Open mic. You don't get paid. No, it's a freebie. No, it's a freebie. Mm. Oh, so just for your own personal brand. Uh, yeah, he's rang up a fair few times. Mike, he's tried to get me on the last couple of years, and I've said no. On you, a, on do you a want to divulge for the first time to the the loyal listeners of Brownie, Brian, and Humber why you've been saying no to Mike Sheen? Well, there's. You don't have to if you're not comfortable. No, with no, it. I'm comfortable. Yeah. There's a lot of players who have done a lot more than me in the AFL world. Um, Brownlow medalists, best and fairest premiership players, and I just thought that there'd be a lot more players or ex-players out there that he could use other than me. So I felt a little bit humbled. Um, clearly, if I didn't break my leg, I would have won the Brownlow that year, but you know, <laughs> then I'd feel a little bit better about it. But I did feel humbled, so I'd knocked him back for yep. two years, and then um, he caught me at a weak moment, and he said, I, I want you to do it. Well, you, just, you are walking around a bit more swag around these days. You, you probably hide, hold yourself in higher regards now than you did in your footy days. Was it tough, though? Was it? Were there any curly questions? Did you ever feel uncomfortable? Oh, curly questions about, oh, I guess you, you asked about the former coach, Plough, and what went wrong there. So they're always hard to answer because you know people are going to see yep. them and, mm-hmm. and see your answers. Um, it was more... Uh, he asked a question about my wife, actually, which surprised me. Um, he asked, uh, did she change your life forever towards the end of your career? And I was like, nah. oh, and then, did you tear up? Yeah. No, oh. I, didn't, I didn't tear up, Brian. And then yeah. uh, he asked some questions that I didn't know he knew. About. It's some stuff about me as a youngster when I was 14 or 15 when I got in trouble, which I didn't What'd know. What did you do? Um, oh, we like to watch open mic. Yeah. 
okay. okay. Yeah, and but he had the, lo- the long, the long locks, yeah. and he had oh, to yeah. put so up you were just a rat bag around. That's a bit of a noise. Stealing cars, probably. And Brian, local footy this weekend. Local footy this week. Yes, Saturday. I've coached my first under 19s game as well. Playing no, this week we're playing. Yeah, so we we're down at Spotswood. Yeah, it is a late start. Most uh, most competitions started last week, so I don't know why they're doing that. But um, have you got a big rant ready for them? Like a little? Like- no, I keep it very simple. Yeah. Like I text the guys um, on Friday just to tell them about their role. So because what every play you're going to every play, I text every player on, on Friday about what I expect from them um, on the weekend. Sure, you can just control. What happens? So you control when, when, me a few of them. When the under nineteens, <laughs> the under nineteens, you're playing at nine o'clock in the morning, so you can't get them there at seven thirty and go on to your rant. So get them there at eight. Talk for 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes because I'll time it because I make sure I don't talk too long because I hated coaches. No Al Pacino no eating Sunday stuff. Nah, nah. they talk crap. Keep it simple. That's the kiss analogy. Keep it simple, stupid. Little quick little chat uh, before the game, but no big rant. They know what what uh, what's expected. I work them hard at training, so they they understand. We get to get to game day. You just want to you just want to focus on playing the game. How yeah, good is speech I, in any given Sunday? Oh, by the way, uh, incredible, it's brilliant, Absolutely well written, incredible. well delivered. Hey, uh, I, I like our, our bets. I know I said this last week, but just a little bit of science came to the bets with with the weather and stuff. So I reckon we're going to have a big week on the punt. Join us next week. We're going to uh, we're going to discuss about Jane Bunn again. Oh, the better buttons. No, yeah. buttons. It's the one watch, button. You watch, Granny, I'm you watch you, on the news. <laughs> you watch on the news tonight. <laughs> the next couple of days. <laughs> You get attracted to her hands holding that little button thing. You watch. Okay. So keep an eye out for Jane Bunn's work over the weekend. Join us next week. Uh, she has a work weekend. Tips. Make sure the you week. jump. Next week we're going we're gonna to look at Abby Gilmore's latest. Uh, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> latest colour on Dear Abby. <laughs> She's actually got a podcast. So if, you, if you're feeling like another podcast, subscribe. She's got a podcast, yeah. Good on her. Yeah, uh, so please subscribe, like us on iTunes, but as always, gamble responsibly.